Monday. I, I swear, I never know what day it is. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Melanated Way. I see you guys are already popping in the live chat. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome. Glad you were able to make it to a live. What up, Gio? Gio, you should come on the show. We should do a, we should do a, a collab again um, and talk about the family Chantal. So I am covering season four, episode four. No Ninos at, wait, no Ninos or Ninas. <laughs> I'm acting like Karen right now, for real, for real. Um. Oh, hey, Morph. It's been a minute. Welcome. Um, you guys, I'm just loving, I'm loving this season of The Family Chantel. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is Pedro's problem, but hey, I, I'm, I, some of you guys think that he misses home. Some of you guys think that he misses his family, but even if he misses his family and he misses home, it's unnecessary the way he's acting. Like the way he's acting is unnecessary in my opinion. Like there's no need, there's no need to be so mean to everyone just because you're feeling some sort of way. And also, Chantel is not your maid. Y'all bought a house. If you, It's so important for you to have like the floor swept a certain way, the kitchen kept a certain way, all the things. <clears throat> then maybe invest in like a cleaning crew, you know, once a month or however you seem deem necessary. But Chantel's not your maid. You know what I mean? And that's, he's just being, I haven't seen this side of Pedro before. What do you guys think? Do you think he's being a bit mean or what? So anyways, we're in the ATL. <clears throat> They're setting up for a housewarming. And I was surprised by the housewarming as well, you guys, because the way she went all out, I thought she was having like a party where her friends were coming over and maybe coworkers and his coworkers and all the things, but it was just the family. And I was like, that's, that's, it's weird, right? Like, I think it's a bit weird. You're making such a big deal about it. You wanted Pedro to help you. Um, but really, it was just like a family gathering. It was like, you're going to see these same people tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So I, I was kind of on the fence with that. Um, Pedro was on the fence as well because he was not interested in any of it. He was like, why are we faking the funk? Why are we having people over I'm not really interested in this. You know, you want me to fake in front of your family that our relationship is in a good place when we're not in a good place. And then you want me to not bring it up. Like maybe this is not the ideal time for us to be doing this. I, I felt him on that. I get it. <clears throat> um, so Chantel asked him, you know, out of the respect for our relationship and also to, she doesn't want her family to know that there is discord in her relationship, she's like, don't tell our family about our issues. It's between you and I, which I agree. Um, but she feels like she's the only one showing up in the relationship. And I agree. I agree 100%. She's like trying and trying and trying and trying. And he's like stonewalling her. And it all goes back to the Dominican Republic, right? And all the things that happened in the Dominican Republic. But Pedro's just I think he needs to work through the anger. He needs he's because he's angry at his sister. He's angry at his mom. Now he's angry at his wife, and he didn't get the closure that he needed, right? Because he didn't get to to meet his dad and and have that closure. And I think that that's what's fueling all this animosity because he doesn't feel like supported. 
right? And he also still feels angry towards his father. So all of that is like spewing out of him. And, you know, unfortunately, Chantel's getting the, the worst of the worst. Um, Vanessa says that Chantel maturing because normally she'd be running his mouth. And Stephanie says, and now he hasn't been able to have sex in two months. Girl, Stephanie, it's been three months. They haven't had sex in three months. We talked about it last week. We were like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the video games are not going to cut it. You're going to need some type of outlet. And I just, and I said it last week, Stephanie, I can't imagine being with my partner and we're living under the same roof and not having sex for three months. Like, that's your husband. Your husband. That's your wife. Your wife. Y'all better sort it out. Because three months will become six months. Six months will become a year. And it's a wrap after that. Because they always say, you know, unfortunately, I think that cheating starts when your needs are not being met. Right? And if you're not communicating, and we talk about that often on my show, you're not communicating and you're not having sex and you have animosity towards each other, it's just going to get worse. And guess what? Someone is going to look elsewhere for their needs. So y'all need to sit down, sit down and communicate. Pedro needs to tell, like last week he said, oh, my feelings are my feelings and my thoughts are my thoughts. And I'll share with the, share them with you if I feel like it. Well, that's your wife. Clearly something's up with you. So you need to use your words, Pedro, and say, this is what's happening in order to, what up, Gio? <clears throat> in order to um, make this marriage work. For real, for real. Hey, Gio, you want to you wanna pop in and say hi to everybody? I'll send you a link. Okay. So then we go to the DR and it's pageant time. You know, it's Miss Dominican Republic universe. And Nicole is nervous. She's teary eyed because the whole of the Dominican Republic will be watching her, including her grandma, her mom. <clears throat> and um, Lydia thinks it's like really important that Nicole is part of this pageant because of the province that they're from. And it's not easy for them to get to Santo Domingo. So you know, she really needs to stand out and she really needs to represent for her province all the things. And, you know, Nicole feels supported by her family, obviously. She's got cousins there, aunts there, her mom's there, her besties there, all the things. But Pedro hasn't even sent her a message, so she feels hurt, right? Because, again, Pedro's mad at every everyone. Um, yeah, I'll drop you a link. All right, I dropped the link in there, Gia. Let me know. I'll pop you in. Um, <clears throat> so she's hurt. And again, Pedro is the source of everyone's wrath, right? He's just mad at everyone. And I just don't think it's healthy to be mad all the time. You know what I mean? Like, 
use your words. Use your words. Yes, Gio says, Pedro needs to explain it to Chantel. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Gio? I'm doing good. I've just been uh, handling everything with this baby and stuff. Been, been busy, busy, busy. But uh, what we talking about? Family Chantel? Family Chantel. What do you think Pedro's problem is? Why is he being mean to everybody? I think he's, um, like, if you can tell, like, Pedro's going through something, like, to where he's always around Chantel, their mom, Winter, River, Karen, you know, the dad. And he sees Chantel's family together. He don't want to say it, but he's hurt that he can't be around his family. He don't have that type bond with his family. Like, he don't have that bond with Nicole and his mama. You know, like, he wishes that he can have what river has with karen with his mom so it's bringing up it's, it's bringing up a lot of like on this it, i think that I, I, some of this should be scripted but i think that shit ain't scripted i'm not gonna lie to you like his feelings i think it's something really going on there with pedro i'm starting to see that now but yeah i think that's what it is Okay, I think, okay, but if he's mad, Gio, he can't just take it out on everyone. Like, he needs to use his words and communicate, especially to his wife. Yeah, true. He should when, talk when, to her. He should talk to her and explain exactly what his problem is. Because he keeps saying that she's selfish, she's lazy, all the things. But that's not really what's going on here. What's going on here is he feels betrayed, betrayed by everybody. everybody. And so now he's just mad at everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, you're right about that. Communication is key in relationships. And that's what keeps a relationship really going. Like any relationship, marriage, whatever you are just with somebody, yep. communication is the big factor. Yep. Um, without it, it, it tends to, the relationship tends to fail. But you can kind of see, like when they was in the kitchen, did you see when Chantel was like, well, I brought you over here. You know, you need to be happy, like, type about that. When she told Pedro not to say nothing about, like, um, don't say nothing about our personal business. But she did that anyway. So I would, if I was to tell, both of them are, like, walking on eggshells around each other, if you can't tell. I can literally tell that between them two. I don't know if they're going through that today, but that's a dangerous situation to be in, like... <laughs> You know what you're not about to do is you're not about to hold my immigration on over me. I thought that was messed up of Chantel to do that. Really yeah. messed up. Like, I brought you over here. Well, did you bring him over and get his green card? Or did you love him and you wanted to spend the rest of your life with him? And part of that was him coming to America. Do you know what I mean? Like, then five years later, be like, I brought you here. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's not cool, man. I, I just, I, I, it's like, I can't feel bad for either one of them because both of them, it's like, you know, when you see a couple, you're like, they deserve each other. Because somewhere around the ropes, they, they ended up just the way they is. So that's what made them probably attract each other to each other. So right, it's like, it is what it is with this situation. But I really think that Pedro, like you said, he needs to open up and just talk to Chantel because that is his wife. That's See, right. it's, a, it's a major difference. Not his girlfriend, and she's not the, and that's not her boyfriend. They are married, so their companionship is, it needs, they need to really communicate about that because giving up in marriages nowadays, that's not a cool thing to do. And 
the way they, the way I see him like sitting there playing a video game and stuff, I'm like, dude, like, man, you didn't even acknowledge the girl parents when they came in. That that's rude. That's very disrespectful. So, you know, so like. I said, man, something wrong with Pedro. Like he just sat there and just played the game while they walked in. And they was like, well, hey, son, they called him son. And he just like, you know, they're trying to embrace and make him feel, you know, home, even though his mind here. But at least they Karen is trying with him. But he's like, he didn't get up and hug Karen. And then I was like, damn, man, after all what y'all been through, you take your anger out on Chantel, but you kind of tease, kind of mad at Karen, too, I can see. He's not mad at the guys, but he's kind of mad at Karen and Chantel. Not even winner. It's weird. So, so you know what? Maybe it has to do with, like Kathy said, Kathy's saying, I think it has to do with the way all the women in this family use their men for money. Like, maybe he's mad at the women in his life. What do you think of that? That, that Like, the women that his, like his mom and his sister? Yeah. Yeah, um, because you can tell Chantel and Karen got that stronghold. They don't, they're not using their mans and them like that. They go out and get it. Yeah. Not on the other hand, you know, like, I don't like Nicole. We already know that. But, uh, yeah. Like, Nicole, she's just now getting on her feet. How many seasons have we went through already? What is this? Season um, four? I think, yeah, season four. Damn. She's just now getting on her feet. But look what she's still living with her mother. Everything that she does, it has something. It's a, it had her mother has to be affected by it. You know that relationship with Nicole and her mother. That relationship is so tight knit that anything Nicole does, it has to be approved by her mother. Like when she was dating Alejandro, it had to be approved by her mama. Mama didn't like it. They were gonna last long. And we clearly seen that, but we seen him come back. <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, I don't believe they really broke up. I don't think so either. I think that that was a part of the uh the faking the story. I think they've been together. Yeah, they I think are they together. Still together. They've been together and they're still together. She mm. she ain't broke up with that man. <laughs> and I agree with you. I think that um Karen, not Karen, Lydia and Nicole have like a codependent relationship. And it's not even mm -hmm. like, it's not even like Karen and Chantel's relationship where they're both independent women. It's like, mm -hmm. I feel Lydia is still trying to live vicariously through Nicole. Like Nicole, like even with all this pageant stuff, like Nicole has to do the pageant because she has to represent us and my progress. Yeah. And then when Nicole didn't make it to the top five, she had mean things to say. I was like, women support women. And you're Nicole's role model. And here you're saying that these women have big hips and are, are basically fat and they don't have any talent. I was like, wow. Okay. I think Lydia was over her head when she said that when she was like, why are these? She said, I ain't ever seen women with big butts be on the passion and get top five she was like the judges must be blind or something i said well i think you blind or something because nicole ain't all that like let's just go ahead and say it now nicole go ahead and get some plastic surgery done i mean just do something better with your face because i really don't care for nicole i'm just being honest i, really? I, don't, I don't think she is to me honestly I ain't trying to talk about people look, but she was like that. You know that lizard, that green little lizard that made that they, they, they had a meme of it and it was dancing. 
<laughs> reminds me of that that green oh, little God. lizard. I'm, I'm just being honest. Um, I, I really don't care for Nicole at all, but you know, it's the way she goes by how she trying to say, "Oh, I'm pretty. I'm I'm this. I know you, Chantel. If I get top five, kiss my ass." Like, uh oh, but she didn't get top five. You know that's. She deserved it, you know, like she deserved everything that's coming to her because all that all that messiness stuff she be saying and doing. Yeah, she deserves it. And, and you know, um, it's just it's sad to see that they're like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's really sad to see that it's like almost distasteful to the mouth and to the tongue to see how Chantel not Chantel, but um Lydia and uh Linda and um What's up, man? Nicole, how they really are, like, with men, like, they just want the money. That's all what they want. And it's sad. It's really sad. I, I think it's disappointing for me to see. Because, you know, my followers used to always tell me that Lydia is, not Lydia, Nicole is jealous of Chantel. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see it until last episode, and then I definitely saw it this episode. Like, why are you telling Chantel to kiss your ass if you get top five? What? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Who? She doesn't care. And I'm noticing that even, like, although Nicole's coming into her own, she's also looking a lot more like Chantel. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I was like, why is her color getting darker and darker? Like, next thing you know, she's going to be trying to get thick because that's the thing. And see, her mama was so stuck. Like, did you see the jealousy itself with Lydia was like, the women are so thick and da-da-da. That's what's in now. Like, you know, that's what Nicole has to get to her head. See, they going all this old school style. And just, that's what she don't want to be looking like is fully to look like Nicole. Look like uh, Chantel, because Chantel's thick. You know what I'm saying? She got the breast, she got the butt, she's thick in the thighs, she's thick. She's nice, she's a nice-sized woman. Other, on the other hand, you have Nicole, she's really sick, skinny, and kind of like tall for her for a woman, she's kind of tall. She's like that old-school model look, the, 90, the, the late 90s model look. Well, when you got into the middle of two thousand, just being honest. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Look, you want the truth? I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm just being real. You gotta think about it. Like the woman nowadays, and what judges ain't gonna like them thick, them thick models. You know them. You look at all the IG models. I mean. They be having them look, you know, I, I don't be looking, but if it came across my screen, I'd be like, whoa. I'd be like, happily, I'd be having to turn the uh the phone off, like, to change the screen. Like, that is too much. But Nicole don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, her body's not the it factor. And we can clearly see she wants to be just like Chantel, but if she, we know, if she tries to get thick and get that plastic surgery, it ain't going to look right. She got to first gain the weight, like get a little big, you know, weigh like 230, 280, and Two, then take 230? Yeah, 230 or 280. Well, yeah, you got to get big first. And what you do, Nicole, you get big. Listen to me. Get super what? big. Just go, go on the binge and just eating hella burgers and all types of nasty food. 
fatty foods and then you get so big when you start working out you're gonna get that booty you know what i'm saying you're gonna get them thighs everything gonna slim down i do not think geo i do not think that that is exactly how that works <laughs> it, it it works though. I ain't gonna like, take it to a man like you know, want to be skinny, yo, right? If, like, if you're listening to Gio right now, I do not <laughs> think you should take that advice. I do not think he knows what he's talking you about. You guys approve of this message. <laughs> <laughs> approve of this message. <laughs> The FDA does approve of this message. So what we're gonna say is we do not approve. We do not approve of this message at all. At all. Oh my god, Stevie says, Where's the lie? I I don't believe it. I don't believe it, Stevie. I don't believe it. I'm telling you the truth. Stevie know I'll be telling the truth. Come on, Stevie. You you got my back now. Bye yeah. bye, Gio. Bye bye, Gio. Yep. I'm you know what? You just gave me a good ass idea. I need to go ahead and make me a supplement and call it Bye bye Gio. What's the name of supplement? All you said was go and eat a bunch of burgers and french fries. Yeah. Eat all them calories, eat uh, ten thousand calories a day. Like how um Amy was done. not Amy, but uh, wasn't it Amy on on ten on, th on thousand pound sisters? Who was that? Uh, I think it was Amy that ate ten thousand calories a day. You know what? A uh, sixteen or twenty thousand calories a day. Go ahead and do it. Gio, it was Gio. Tammy that ate that much. You are comparing that thousand pound sister or thousand pound. It's, that's what it's called, right? Thousand pound sister. Yeah, thousand pound sister. To but I ain't saying get that. I ain't saying get that size though. Like get like two BBL? size. Huh? You're comparing <laughs> the thousand pound sisters to BBLs. To BBF? No. Oh, no, no, no. That's a different type of... See, once you get over, uh, like, 400 and stuff, that's a different... You need the surgery and all that stuff. I'm saying when you if you get a good, like, 230 to 280, you can work that off. You, but you got to work out every day. You work out every day. You don't see the improvement. You're going to say, wow, I was glad I put on that weight because now I look good. See, Nicole needs to listen because she's going to turn around and look better than Chantel. But... Her face is something different. You gonna have you still gonna look like that 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 Geico on the Geico commercial. But it's all right though. You know what I'm saying? We can work with that. You can get you some plastic surgery and oh, no. just don't tell nobody. Your whole your whole build a body plan sounds wild to me. Sounds wild. <laughs> hey Gio, Vanessa wants to know what state you live in. Oh, what state do I live in? Oh man, you know, I'm in good old golden golden state. California, but I don't tell nobody my location because I don't need nobody trying to come knock at my door, you know, like, that. nowadays, nowadays people be getting hurt, all, I ain't trying to hurt nobody. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't accept uninvited callers up in here. Nope. Yeah, that part. Uh -huh. Nope. <laughs> but, uh, uh yeah. Now, I was going to say, Nicole, if you hear me, Cause I know Lydia probably got you. I mean, Linda got you somewhere in the back. You know, probably she's probably already talked to you. But listen to me, I'm Geo, and I'm gonna tell you the honest truth. You need help with how to look better than Chantel. Holler at me. I'm gonna help you out, but you gonna it's gonna cost you uh two hundred and ninety nine dollars 
per hour just to talk to me about that. So yeah. Oh no, goodbye. Goodbye. Man. $199. No, I'm messing with her. I'm messing. Uh, but shoot, she, she got all that money to go spend all that money on uh that pageant because I'm pretty sure they spent money on that. You got to think about it. She spent money on that pageant. I know she did. I, I, feel, like, I feel like TLC or Sharp Entertainment paid for it. Damn. You think that, uh, you know what I don't like, though? What? And I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like that subtitle stuff. I, I be like looking at the screen. I'm trying to clean up the bathroom, put my son to sleep, and I got to look <laughs> down. And, uh, as soon as I get to hearing that Spanish, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta look at the screen. No, I don't understand. No, I gotta look at the screen. You know, like it's real. I'm like, man, damn, they gonna hit me with this. So I be looking at the screen and be like, oh damn, there we go again with this. Now, like, all right, yep, she said that. I was looking at it, I'm like, oh wow, that's crazy. But then when we go back to Family Chantel, I go back to go ahead and moving around the house. Because Pedro at least gonna speak some damn English. And sister, no man, they be hitting they be hitting me with that Spanish. I'd be like, y'all gotta cut that out now. Y'all gotta come on with that now. Y'all gotta stop. They're gonna have a whole family Chantel, uh family, family of Pedro speaking Spanish. Yeah. Because they're from the Dominican Republic. But they know English. <laughs> I mean, they know how to speak English. They choosing to speak. What? What is that? It's, it's not Portuguese. It's Spanish still. It's still it's Spanish. Spanish. And they live in the Dominican Republic. So that is their native tongue. So they're choosing to speak in their native tongue to you. Well, they need. What, 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 I'm stuttering. Well, look. <laughs> look. <laughs> They in the they they on an American TV show, no offense, but TLC y'all can't be doing this to us. Like, can y'all at least? I said this before. Can they at least? Uh, like you know how you remember the Bruce Lee movies? Like when they be like, hey, you gotta come down here and fight me, and then they lips still be moving when the words is done. At least hit us with that. You know what I'm saying? Don't hit me with this great Spanish. I I I suck in Spanish class. I ain't gonna lie. But. I don't want to read the subtitles no more. I ain't here to learn Spanish. This ain't Duolingo, uh, TLC. You got to be better than that. Like, come on. Oh, man. This is not Duolingo. Oh, my God. I'm being I love it, though. I love the show. I'm just saying. And did you see Rebels of Apartment? I can't even focus. You said so much that I just don't even know what to say anymore. I don't even know what to say. Oh my god! All right. Uh, did I see Rivers' apartment? Yes, yes, I did see Rivers' apartment. It's quite nice. Did you like it? I loved it. No, I loved it. Uh, the reason why I say that because it's about time he got out of his mama's house. So that's a good thing, you know. Like Andy cut his hair. He started to look like a little young man though. Right, which is what he wanted, right? He wanted to be a little bit more mature and mm -hmm. give that look, right? Yep. You know what I, mean, I love that? I love the fact that he just made the decisions on his own. Like, he didn't consult with the family because he's a grown-ass man, right? He's like, you yep. know what? I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to cut my hair. 
I'm going to move out. He made a plan. He clearly found a place and then told his family, hey, I'm moving out. And boom, he bounced. That's grown man behavior. But you know who did that to him? Remember, what was that girl that, that girl he was dating last uh season? Who was that? Was Meg. Uh, Meg. It was her name was Megan. Yeah. I think her name was Megan. Uh, I think it was because of her. He dated her, and you know how when they grit her friends grilled him, it was like, Oh, you still live with your mom? And they was like, Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can you be a you know how to be a stepdad and they was like grilling him like he's not a man. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie, I did say he was no man. I was like, yeah, you ain't gonna, you can't be no man. You live with your mama. I was like, I ain't got no job. None you trying to be a rapper. All this screams. Mama his boy. new music, just like Stevie said though, Gio, his new music is fire. Like that new song he has. Yeah, his shit dope. I like his music. His, his, it shocked me when I first heard him. I was like, damn, this shit dope. Like, yeah, it's very he good. He can actually do something with his music. Like, for real, for real, he can actually blow up with his music. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I see him, because they in Atlanta, right? Yeah, they're in Atlanta. Yeah, he need to get on with Young Thug, but free Young Thug, he need to get on with Young Thug. I'm on well, that. He was with Waka Flocka like, last, last, last year, late, late last year. Yeah, see, so he need a good feature. Yeah, he going he to blow up, though. I have out of everybody on the show who's going to like, who's going to be really like super successful. Y'all lazy. Why are y'all lazy? Why Clat is complaining about reading the subtitles as well. Saying, I didn't even know that Nicole could speak English until this season. She could have been speaking it all along so we wouldn't have to read subtitles. That is her first language. She should be able to speak whatever language she chooses. And I personally think that she just started to learn uh, English and it's getting better as she practices. That's what I think. Y'all I think she's been. I think she's been speaking English. She just choosing not to. And you yeah. know what, Sly Cat? I'm rocking with that comment. I love it. You, yeah. Gio, and Sly can both calm down. A little reading didn't kill anybody. Yeah, I know. We acting like we 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 acting like we can't see the reads or something. For real. For real. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to look at their facial expressions and be like, oh, can I understand what they're saying like, without them putting the subtitles down there? Because it, 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 but it's going to be hard. But uh, <laughs> I, I really do like this. Uh, this season is bringing out some stuff, you know, probably some like hidden stuff. Because we, we, you know, when we found out last season that they was all really together, you know, like yeah. I seen a picture. I remember I seen a picture of that. So I forgot somebody sent that to me and I had just posted it. Next day that mug went viral. I was like, damn, everybody catching on to this. But um, I think that around the time when they first met, Nicole loved Chantel. You know, like she really probably loved Chantel. She wanted to be like her so damn bad. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's, the, that's the crazy kick of this whole thing. And then you got... Um, you got River who just want to be himself. He's, he's really using this show to put his music out there. Not going to yeah. lie to you. And he should because he's talented. Hell yeah, he should. If I was him, I would too. You know, right? and, but you know who I want to know what's going on with? What the hell is going on with Rural? They said that that girl had a baby, but why do they keep putting Rural like, you know, like the, he said he don't want his business on the show. 
because you seen how they did them last season. He well, the season before, yeah, it was last season. Yep, how they was over there in the Philippines and they did that girl like that. Uh, uh-uh. uh, Royal is not checking for uh his mama or his dad or nobody. But you know, yeah. they say that Royal had issues with his family for a while. Like they said that he was estranged for a little bit. Um, mm. And then came back, then did the show and realized that, nah, this is not for him. And because, you know, when you're on an international TV show, everyone's going to find out everything about your business. And I don't think that that's what he wanted. And so, but think about it, though, Linda, who was the only one saying something bad about him? There's only two people that saying stuff bad about Roy the whole entire season. Only two people. And that was Chantel and Karen. I'm not gonna lie. There was nobody else. It was them two. <laughs> yeah, but then they, they have inside knowledge of his behavior, right? Prior to the show. So we don't know. We don't know what's happening in that family like that. But in this episode, did you notice that they said that Royal moved out of Atlanta? Royal what? Moved out of Atlanta. Oh yeah, he well, uh, he's living he's living over there now in the Philippines, I think. We or, or no, they're in the states, right? They're in the states. I think they're in the it's, states. It's not in Atlanta anymore. What? Why? Mm. I wonder why he moved from Atlanta. He didn't want to be close to uh, his mom. That's right. You know, they probably was going over to checking on him, but he said he didn't want no cameras all up in his business and all up in his. Uh, What's her name? Uh, uh, I forgot her name. Anjanette. Yeah, he he didn't want them all up in their business. That, I mean, I don't think he ever gonna come back to the TV screen. How the way they played him last season, though. I don't she, think so. But I also think uh, he's got something that he just doesn't want the world to know. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, it's probably something about his past. Yeah, it's yeah. something about his past. But yeah. you know, it's just sad to see that family like that, like with him. And then you know what? I, you know what I really want to see though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I want to see Pedro's father. Like, damn it, what happened to this man going to find his daddy? I'm ready to see this man's daddy already. Like, so I want to see where he get his looks from. <laughs> Come on, Pedro, daddy, you listening? Bring your ass out of the out of hiding. Yeah, we about tired of looking for you and shit. <laughs> How they gonna say? Look, look, look. Put it this way, Linda, though. How they gonna say we look? We gonna be back on the hunt looking for his dad. Then they come back and they ain't even looking for this man no more. Well, they come out. They going through some well, divorce problems. They're gonna have all to man. something, right? Because we spent a whole season looking for Pedro's father. So at some point, they're gonna have to circle back and, and give us some closure. Exactly. Where's Waldo? That's what I'm thinking. We need to find that man, Daddy. I help. I told him I help. I help you find your daddy. I wouldn't know what to look, but you know, I put a fly out there on milk cards or something. Say this man is missing his dad. You did not say you would put his picture on milk cartons. Oh yeah. <laughs> this man is missing his father. Y'all help him. You know, his name is Pedro. He's on uh, Family Chantel. He's been looking for his dad since he's been a baby. <laughs> you know what? Matter of fact, we're gonna do an ancestry. You <laughs> know, that's how you find your father for real, for real. Do that answer. Oh my Ain't god! Well, no like no yeah, I, you know what? This is the craziest. This is the craziest thing about Pedro, though. 
is you can literally see it on him that his life is effed up right now. Like he got, he has Chantel. Yeah, he's not there in love or whatever. He has her. He knows that she loves him. But you can see it on this man's face. Like I'm not happy, even though I got a, a job doing real estate. He's not happy, and it's something to do with family issues. You know, it's deep, but he needs to talk to Chantel, like you said, because it's not going to get nowhere else. And to be honest with you, I don't think that part of the show probably could be scripted. That shit, they're like, their relationship, putting it all out there like that, because the, the way they're talking to each other, how they're looking at each other, it might not be scripted. That might be real. They might be just trying to be piecing it up, but they in a rocky stage. They're really rocky right now. That's well, real. You know, I'm really blaming Pedro a lot, though, because he's not communicating with her, and he is openly hostile towards her, and mm. you can't change anything if you don't communicate, right? And so communication is important. I always say on this show, sex is important because it keeps yep. the intimacy between the two people that are married. True. And so apparently they haven't had sex in three months. And then, you know, on my show, I always talk about the importance of children. If you want children and your spouse doesn't, you all should have had that conversation before you got married. Yeah, that's true. They, they should have. I, I, I don't think they're going to ever. Hold on. I don't think they ever going to have kids. Simple fact is, they, 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 they really like, their relationship is almost like they're both like teenagers, damn near, just living a life with a lot with some money. They know how to live like adults, but they want to be the lifestyle of like teenage love type thing, like where they together. But they don't want no kids. I don't. I don't even think Chantel really want no damn kids. She's just saying it because of her mama want her to have kids. I don't think she really want kids. You don't think so? I, no, I don't think so. I just. I don't. I don't feel that. But like, if she really wanted kids, she would have been said that to Pedro last season. You know, I don't think she won't kiss. She would have been said that. But Pedro is tripping. You're right yeah, Pedro, about that. Pedro, Pedro's in the wrong as far as I'm concerned. He's in the wrong and he's not treating her well and he's not using his words to communicate. And exactly. I just think that that's not how you act uh, to your spouse. That's, that's, you know, like you said, that's not her boyfriend. That's her husband. And you guys are building a future together. But meanwhile, Pedro's acting like a spoiled brat who's having a tantrum but you don't know what the tantrum's about because he won't use his words so exactly. i think he needs to go ahead and have a timeout and figure that shit out for himself or he has to open his mouth and use his words and tell his wife exactly what it is he's upset about oh you know what if he can't talk to chantel he they really need to try couples counseling <laughs> Like, I said that last week too. I said, you know what? If you don't want to just talk to your wife, then go and have a third party who's neutral, who can help you sort through whatever this is that you're going through. Yeah, they, they really, that couple counseling will really save them because we're not looking at anything like with them two at this moment. I don't think it's that's fully staged. Like, it's just coming out. You know, like, everything on that camera is just coming out. They probably can't even cut the scene. Like, hey, cut, cut. They, you know, they're going to come back with the same attitude because you can tell it's lingering. Like, the yeah. next day he wakes up 
He's, you can tell when somebody pissed, especially when a man is pissed at his wife. He's not really finna say a lot. He's gonna sit there and ignore the shit out of it, which is not good to do because you don't ever want to go to sleep, especially if you're married. You don't ever want to go to sleep with the same problems you uh, dealt with last night and you waking up to him because it's not, it's not gonna make the situation any better because I can tell us that's what's going on in their marriage. They're, they're going to sleep pissed off, waking up still pissed off yes and they don't know where to go you know yes. and it's it, it's at this moment it's like damn don't give up we rooting for y'all but at the same time like y'all gotta figure this shit out not us right, right. you know right. listen pedro needs to open his mouth and use his words and communicate period that's it that's it I'm and you need to not be so disrespectful to everyone because yeah i get you're mad and you're frustrated in your life and whatever else is going on but the blatant disrespect to people that don't even know. Like, he was so disrespectful to Thomas and Karen when they came in. Yeah. I just can't get past it. Like, you're a grown-ass man. Whatever your issues are, don't be disrespectful. Yeah, that's that. That right there didn't sit right with me. Like, knowing a grown man like that and act like a kid. And he just continued to play his damn game. Like, like yeah. Dude, yeah, outrageous. You're on a video game. See him playing the damn game like that matters more than when your 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 these are basically your in laws. Respect these people don't even come to your house a lot. He's not even. I don't. He's not ready. You know what I'm saying? Like I, for a minute, I was thinking like, is Pedro talking to one of his coworkers? But then I'm like, it can't be that because if he was, he would be somewhere to being happy. You know, yeah. he'll find some type of happiness. He's not happy at all, even at work. He's not happy at work. He's not happy at home. That's right. He's, just angry, that with, he's angry with everyone, and that's the problem. Because he's angry, but he hasn't told anyone what he's angry about. And so to me, that shows immaturity. Because if you were grown and you're an adult, you use your word to communicate when you're upset with something or someone or a situation. What you don't do is just be all like gropey and mean and spiteful and rude and distant. You don't do that. That's that's adolescent behavior. Yeah. We've been married for this to this woman for years now. Use your word. Yeah. It's about time for him to grow up, be a man. Cause um, Chantel is up there, but I see, I see the traits with Chantel being like, she's stressed out. She didn't clean the house up because he was like, right, and the house ain't clean. He said he was gone or something. He came back, the house wasn't clean. At the end of the day, if the house ain't clean, you know, um, <laughs> you should help her clean it up when y'all should talk. You know, like, because, you know, sometimes women go through things they don't want to clean up. Listen, Gio, listen. If that is such an important aspect of Pedro's life, where he feels like he has to walk into a house and it be spotless, then, like I said at the top of the show, he needs to invest in getting, like, a cleaning crew in once a month, once a week, however long. Because what Chantel is not is his mate. Exactly. The two, of them, the two of them can clean the house together 
and do their part. But what he's not about to do is point a finger at Chantel and say she's lazy because he has a specific standard. All of a sudden, by the way, that he wants the house to be like. So go ahead and go hire someone. You got that good job now. It's like when you when you saying that to somebody, it's kind of, don't it give you that malaw and cider situation like when she accidentally spilled that water. Pedro's acting like that. But it's, uh, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's I'm, outrageous. I'm I'm good there. But uh it's like looking at them too. And uh but I don't want them to break up. I don't. I, I like them together. I don't want them to break up. So I need them to work through this. And Pedro needs to start communicating because I don't. I like them together. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. It's. it's it'll be better for them to stay together for the sake of shit. The show. If they break up, the show is done. That's just yeah, be real. That show is done. Yeah, true. But you know, I want to see the damn show. <laughs> I know I sound messy as hell, but yeah, you know, I wish the best of luck for them for real, for real. I want them to be able to strive. You know, I don't want no marriage to fall apart. I don't wish that upon nobody. Marriage, marriage is a beautiful thing, especially when you're in it. You go through your ups and downs. But at the same time, once you once you love each other and y'all know y'all got each other back, you can see the qualities, the good things y'all can do for each other. Man, there ain't nothing like that. It's it's a beautiful thing. Marriage is a beautiful thing, not to waste. You know, so that's why I'm gonna tell Pedro. I said tell man, y'all stick this shit out. Y'all figure out how to way to communicate. But let me get up off of here, Linda. It's much love to you. Peace and love. Thank you for Thank letting you me out. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll catch you. I catch you. Uh, do you do seeking social wives? Yes, I do, but I do it for my Patreon subscribers only. But hey, listen, I did. I interviewed uh Jared last week. You got to check out the interview. It's it's amazing. I did check it out. I I looked at it. I see all your stuff. The Top Gun interviews. I've been watching. Yeah, I'll be paying attention. You know what I'm saying? I'll be in the bushes with you. You know what I'm saying? I'll be out the Goodbye. <laughs> All right, Linda. Have a good night. See you. <laughs> right, he said I'd be in the bushes with you. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so fun. Gio, thank you so much for popping in. <clears throat> And just giving us all the laughs. I always just laugh, 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 laugh. Like he could definitely be a stand-up comedian. He's that funny to me. Um, so <laughs> where are we in this recap? Thomas and Karen come over to the house. I mean, we've talked about a lot of this. So a lot of this, I'm just going to fly through. Love Karen with her fancy sparkly thigh highs. I was like, okay, Glammy, I see you with the sparkly thigh high boots. Handle it, Karen. You're my favorite. Um, and so they love the house. They're talking about how big the house is, all the things. And uh, Chantel was like, you know, you can stay here anytime we have a full-on guest room with a full-on bathroom, all, all the things. And... Um, <laughs> You know, just don't get jiggy jiggy with it up in here. And Karen's like, you know what? Glammy don't like no stupid talk, which is my favorite because, you know, Karen, the Karenisms are hilarious to me. My fa- favorite parts of the show. 
Um, and then Thomas, you know, noticed that Pedro didn't get up, didn't greet them, no hello, no nothing. And, you know, he's wondering maybe Pedro's going through something. Obviously he is because Pedro was being straight disrespectful. Um, and Karen's like, yeah, he seems a bit weirder than his usual weird self. Uh, but she's going to get to the bottom of it. She's going to find out exactly what's going on here because it was very noticeable to all of us that Pedro was just being 100% disrespectful to everybody. And then, you guys, I'm going to try to do the toast. The toast that made no sense to me. And if I have any native Spanish speakers in here, oh, thank you so much, Gio, for supporting my show. Have a great night, Linda. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, Gia, we loved it. Okay, so here's Karen's toast. And I was just like laughing my face off because I was like, wait, what? She says, mi casa e tu casa e mi casa para yo y tu es familia muy feliz Aurora. Karen, are you just throwing words together? And I love how she didn't even say it that fast. Mi casa. Because you know how Karen does that. I don't I don't know why. I love it. But it's just unnecessary to speak slow because you're speaking in a different language. But mi casa e tu casa e mi casa para yo y tu. I was just like, Karen, what do you, what? <laughs> what toast is that? Uh, I love her. Um, and then Thomas is like, you know, it's time for some ninos and ninas and Pedro, this is the most he spoke. He's like, no, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. I don't even know if I want kids. And if we're going to have kids, we're not going to have kids for another, at least five years, he says. And then Chantel gets concerned because she's like, you know, by 35, she's going to have to freeze her eggs because. After that, she says, you're high risk, right? And she doesn't want to have a high risk pregnancy. But Pedro's like, yeah, no. 38, 39, 40, 41, whatever. That's when we'll do it. And I was like, hey, Dustin. Shout out to Gio for sure. Gio's, Gio's fam. We love him. Um, again, that's something that I tell you guys all the time. That That's a conversation that you should have had before you got married. When do you want kids? How many kids do you want kids? How do you want to raise the kids? All those things so that, that you know, and you're not four and five years deep into your marriage wondering like, hey, are we going to have some kids? And then your husband's not using his words and he's just saying no, no, no. And then you guys are not having any type of sex. So there's no possibility for you to have a kid. Like you needed to have that conversation years ago so that you would be both on the same page and know what to expect. Um, he says he probably wants kids, but not right now, maybe in the next five years, because he doesn't think that Chantel is mentally prepared. Well, Pedro, I don't think you're mentally prepared because look at you right now, look how you're treating everybody and no one knows why it's bizarre, right? So you might say that Chantel's not mentally prepared, but maybe you're not mentally prepared either. And then he goes on to say that they're both not emotionally ready to bring a baby in, which is probably the truest statement of the night. Because you two are not acting like you're emotionally stable or mature. 
use your words. I don't know how many times I can say that, Pedro, you need to communicate and use your words and figure out what it is exactly that you're upset about. Um, <clears throat> then River and Winter show up and River has the new do that we all talked about. I won't go into it too much, but I think he looks great. I think it looks he looks more mature. And I love the fact that he just went and did it on his own. He didn't need anyone's extra opinions. He just said, hey, this is I'm looking for a more grown and sexy vibe. And that's what he went and did. So I am not mad at that. Winter is a few weeks post-op, and I think she looks amazing. She's lost 15 pounds. And then uh, she's talked about her relationship with food has improved, which I think is great because that's all part of it, right? And so she's not drinking. I guess after you have this bariatric surgery, you can't drink for at least three months. I didn't know that, so I learned something new. Um, but she looks amazing. Now, I don't know even know if I want to talk about this stupid, what is his name? Masoma? I guess I'll talk about him later. But I already said that we don't need, we don't need no 90 day extra dude from, no, we're not doing that. You can, she can find someone that is not trying to use her because it's clear that he's trying to use her. So we're back in the Dominican Republic. Stephanie, thank you so much for the super sticker. You guys, thank you so much for supporting the show. I appreciate it that your support allows me to continue to do these shows. Uh, I appreciate you, Stephanie. Thank you very, very much. Okay, so it's back to the Dominican Republic. It's opening night, pageant night. And you know what I don't know about pageants? And any of you guys, if you guys are any of you are, are pageantry people, do you just apply and then they say, yeah, you can come in. Like, I want to know what that process looks like. Do you, it's like, is it a casting or like, what do they look for to choose you? Does that make sense? Or do you have like a mini pageant? And then if you win your mini pageant, then you go to the bigger pageant. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Never follow pageants, um, but I'm curious. Anyways, they have the opening dance at the pageant and Nicole's like giving us a play by play on how, you know, make eye contact with the judges make sure you don't fall, um, all the stuff. And then she talks about how she did the pageant because she broke up with Alejandro, but more importantly, to make her mom happy, which is what I was saying earlier. I just really feel like they have like a codependent relationship. Um, and it's just, I can't quite figure it out yet. Cause you know, I get being close to your mom, but I, that's not the vibe I'm getting. You know what I mean? Like that, I, I don't get that. Oh, Hey, we're just really close. I get more like codependent. Let me know what you guys think, but that's the vibe I'm getting. So <clears throat> she did the pageant to not only make her mom happy, but she also was, it was an F you to Alejandra that she doesn't need him. And she actually wishes that he was there so that she could rub it in his face. And what she's really saying, because that's really immature, is that, hey, we broke up, but look at me. I look great. And everyone else thinks I look great. And you're missing out. That's that's what she's trying to do, which is, you know, it's petty as fuck. But I get it. She's she's feeling a bit bitter. Um, <clears throat> And then... 
this took me out, you guys, because I just, I don't know who talks like this. And I don't find it a confidence thing. I find it like an arrogant thing. She says, yeah, there's competition. Um, but these women, she say says, don't have my intelligence. They don't have my mentality. They're much, they have much less charm than her. And above all, they don't have her character. I was like, Nicole, who are you talking about? Yourself? Because, you know, we just saw you last season throw down with the glass. And in the first season, we saw you have that fight. And then the second season, we saw you fighting again. We had the weave thing popping off. So I, I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about when you say that there's no competition because they don't have your intelligence or your mentality or your charm. I'm just, maybe you've worked on yourself over the last few years and all of that is behind you, but let's not kid ourselves. We, we seen your personality. We know who you are. <laughs> Better day says they don't throw bottles. Facts. Um, so we get down to 10 semifinalists. Uh, she makes it to the top 10. She's called sixth. Um, she feels like she's doing really well and she's convinced herself that she's going to make it to the top five, but she doesn't make it to the top five. Um, and she's upset about it because she says if she wins, she's going to shut everyone's mouth, including Chantel and Alejandro. And this is where I was like, you got, I was wrong. You guys were right. You guys have been telling me for years that she is jealous of Chantel. And I was like, nah. But she continues every episode this season. She continues to mention Chantel, 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 Chantel. As if Chantel is thinking about her. They have this weird rivalry. And I do think that she is like a frenemy to Chantel. Like she... I think she thinks Chantel is beautiful and I think that she feels envious and jealous of that. And she wants to be as beautiful as Chantel. And I think that she wants this, doing this pageant and for her to win the pageant, had she won, she would feel that she was better than and more beautiful than Chantel. And I think that's why she was mostly upset. Not the fact that she didn't win, the fact that she didn't win so she could rub it in Chantel's face. It's really weird. I think it's weird the, the amount of time she's like, and oh, and then Chantel can just kiss my ass. And I'm going to say to Chantel, you can just shut up. Like, okay, but but why? But why? Why don't you just move past that and just move past it? And then I also didn't like, and again, I'll just run through that real quick. I didn't like the fact that Lydia had a whole bunch of nasty things to say about the other cont contestants' bodies. I just, I didn't like it about their hips and um, they can't, she can't believe that those people made the top five with so much ass and it's, it's absurd, she says. And how did they place those big asses in the top five? None of them has the potential of Nicole. That's what Lydia said. I, I mean, who talks like that? Who talks like that? Like you're, you're someone's mama and you're talking about someone else's children and your child was in that can you imagine if other people were saying the same thing about nicole you wouldn't appreciate it you know they say 
you know, when you win, be humble. When you lose, have grace. Have grace because you don't know what that's going to look like down the road. What you don't have to be is nasty. You didn't win. You didn't win. That's okay. You still place top 10. That's incredible. Leave it at that. Why do you have to degrade these women because you're mad that your daughter didn't make it to top five? Crazy. Um, okay, so then Masoma, who I can't even say he's Winter's boyfriend because, again, I don't believe you're in a relationship if you've never met the person in real life. I don't believe it. You'll, you guys will never change my mind about it. You're just talking to some random online. And until you've actually met in real life and spent time, I say this all the time, I don't believe it's a relationship. So this dude, hey, dopey dope. This dude was doing the slow con, the slow con, the long con. So first he talked about some person that died, that wore this cologne that he really enjoyed. And without directly asking uh, winter to send it you know that that's what he was doing so she sends the cologne and then he's like oh I need a new phone bitch what what why is that her problem go ahead and go ahead and handle your own business I don't like it I don't like it he's giving me yahoo boy vibes and I'm I'm not I don't like it but I already told you I didn't like it from the very beginning no, thank you. We don't need another soldier boy. We don't need any of that. <laughs> we don't. Nope. Nope. So bye-bye. Plus, she's working on herself. She's going she's gonna to have to, like, figure out what the new winter is like. And I bet you the new winter is not going to put up with some nonsense. She already put up with seven years of Jaws foolishness. She doesn't have to have, you know, no Yahoo boy up in her life. Like just you focus on you, focus on your life, focus on, on um, your weight loss journey. And that's it. That's all you need right now. Um, and then there was this weird, crazy situation between Chantel and Pedro. So Chantel says to Pedro, you know, make sure you don't bring up our marital issues. And then she brings up the marital issues. And what I didn't appreciate about what Chantel said was, I brought you here. So you need to show some respect. I was like, oh, no, she did not. You're going to throw four or five years later, you're going to throw his immigration over his head like you're the big savior. I thought you brought him here because you loved him and you wanted to be with him and spend the rest of your life with him. What you're not about to do is throw someone's immigration over the head and act like you're, you're the big savior and you brought him over here and gave him a better life. You brought him over here because you loved him. So when you're in a fight, what you're not about to do is throw that over his head. It's disgusting and manipulative as far as I'm concerned. Is his attitude shitty right now absolutely but what you're not still gonna do is manipulate the situation and make him feel like he owes you something that's what we're not about to do and then <laughs> i need a new phone so do i look at my old phone my phone is like a this is like a seven i think or an eight but it's old i know y'all are in the 11s and 12s and 13s but it's working for me so i am not mad um, 
then we find out, you know, it's been a big year for the family Chantal. Royal moved outside of Atlanta because he wanted to stay far away from his family. Winter got her uh, surgery. River moved out. And then Chantal and Pedro bought a house. So there's been a lot of moving parts this season. And I think it's great because it just shows growth and maturity and, and all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, Chantel's parents are worried about her relationship and they're starting to see that that tension is a real tension and they try to ask Chantel about it, but she's still hiding it from, from them. She doesn't really want them to be involved in their marital dispute. And so she just keeps brushing it off like, oh, it's no big deal. Or, or maybe Pedro's tired or, or he was just playing his video games or whatever the case may be. But, you know, Mama Karen is going to get to the bottom of things. Mama Karen is going to go ahead and poke, poke, poke until she finds out what exactly is going on. Because we saw on the preview, she's like, what I'm not going to about to do is go over here and, and find out that Pedro is mistreating Chantel. And then the tip of the iceberg, Alejandro, because I told you guys, I didn't believe that they broke up. I don't believe that he just popped up on and got a flight and said, I'm going to surprise Nicole. Y'all are broken up. So if you're indeed broken up, you showing up at her job is super stalkery. She don't want to see if you're broken up. But if you're not broken up, then it would make sense to me that you would fly all the way over and surprise Nicole. I don't think that they really broke up. That's just me. But he he pops in the DR and surprises her at her job and talks about how, yeah, Gwen, River moved out. You should watch our last episode. He popped in uh, at the top of our show from his new apartment and chatted with us. You can see that in our in last week's episode. Dopey Dope, thank you so much for the super sticker. Appreciate you supporting my show and supporting me. I appreciate you guys who do that. Uh, thank you so very much. So, question to you guys, whether you're in the live chat or you're watching the replay, do you think that Alejandro and Nicole should get back together and do, or do you think that they were ever broken up? Let me know what you guys think uh, in the comments or in the live chat. So that was that episode, you guys. It was very, I, I love this show. It's very entertaining to me. Mama Karen is the business. Um, make sure to like, subscribe, like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, um, and, you know, support the show if you feel led to. Uh, tomorrow, for my Patreon subscribers, we're doing Seeking Sister Wife. Um, so I'll see you guys next time and I'll see you Patreon people, subscribers, family, loves tomorrow. Bye for now. Dustin says, I think they were broken up and I do not think they should get back together. Lots of love, better days. See you tomorrow. Bye guys. <laughs>